You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow System, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Bosses. Annie's here and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. I'm excited today to share with you five year-end tax moves you can make now. I know that December can be busy with all the holidays and things that we're spending our time on and money. However, I think you all would agree that it is better to have more money in your pocket than in someone else's, and I'm referring to our government. So here are some ideas of how you can strategically plan and still execute, even though there's only a few weeks left in this calendar year, okay? So number one, I want us to think about long-term. This is probably a financial planner hat that I'm wearing or the way that my brain has been you know, adjusted over the years to think ahead and to think long-term, even though there's so many things I'd rather be doing now, and I know you're thinking the same way, but we need to have a long-term goal. And one of those big goals for all of us is to retire one day or work less or be financially independent. However you want to refer to this event, I am talking about making sure that you've 
taking advantage of all the options you have in order to maximize your contributions for this calendar year. So for example, if you're self-employed, you have a number of options of what type of accounts you can set up so that you can contribute and realize some deductions for those contributions. Now, if you're employed and you have a retirement plan at work, you're probably running against a really tight deadline if you haven't maximized your contributions. And I'm talking about a 401k type type of a plan. Maybe you work for the government and you have a thrift savings plan, or you work for a nonprofit and 43B type of plan. They're all the same in terms of what happens and how you can defer some of your income. It is safe for retirement and you also get a deduction on your income in your taxes in this calendar year. So check your pay, pay stub, okay? Pull it out right now on the screen and see how much have you contributed. This year, you, you could have saved 20500 And then if you're over 50, there's additional catch-up contributions. So make sure that you're hitting those limits. Now, for self-employed friends, you have an extra few months to make sure that you get all of your finances in order because I know as, as a self-employed or business owner, um, things, things can get really crazy at the end of the year. However, it's not even that. It's because there are some deadlines that are associated with filing your business and personal tax return. You actually have all the way until April when you complete your final tax returns to open and fund retirement type of accounts such as traditional IRA or if you're self-employed, SEP IRA. So my point here right now is for you to, if you haven't started making plans, at least look at where you are. Put some funds aside because this is going to come in handy when you're completing your tax forms very shortly. Okay. All right. So moving on to number two, I know we've had a very crazy year in the stock market and um, bond market as well, and just any market, really. I think probably should start by saying we had a very crazy year across the board. And I want you to start thinking strategically and maybe potentially benefiting from what has happened in terms of uh, losses that we have seen, right, and on our statements on our accounts. I know a lot of you are putting your heads in the sand and not looking and, and checking on things, but I think the strategy should be how can we capitalize on it. So what I'm referring to here is called tax loss harvesting. Now, for this kind of exercise, I would urge you to connect with your financial planner or rather actually, and to your certified public accountant or your tax preparer, someone who can model this for you on a tax return. But the point here is how can you use the losses that exist on paper? So when you log into your account, and it's, this is rather advantageous to do in your taxable account, not in your retirement account, but in your taxable or brokerage account. What do you have there? Are there any holdings that currently display as a loss that you can sell right now, realize those losses, right? The loss is not real until it's realized. So just because you log into your account and you see negative balances because market fluctuates, whether it's a stock, a bond, or any other types of investments, until you actually press sell button and you realize that loss, it's really not, not existent. So if you're thinking that you can do that this, this calendar year, then 
These losses can help you offset some of the gains that you may have realized early in the year, or you, these losses can be carried forward, which then in future years you can use to offset more capital gains. Some of it, not a very big amount, $3,000, can be used to offset your ordinary income. So it's a strategic move, but again, given the timing of it, this is something to definitely take a look. Now, for those of you who are charitably inclined, this is another way um, that you can defer some of your income is if you can group some of your charitable contributions in one large sum in this calendar year. Um, Lots of brokerage houses, such as Vanguard or Fidelity, have something that is called donor-advised fund. So it's an investment type of an account where you contribute an X amount of dollars Depends on you know what what amount you really want to contribute for charitable uh, contributions this year, but you can put larger sum into that account and take a deduction on your uh, on your tax return for this year. So think about maybe you can group your contributions for 2022, 2023, or next five years, and take a lar- rather large deduction. And what's, what's interesting about these types of accounts is that you take a deduction in this calendar year, but you don't have to distribute the funds right to the charities. You have all the time in the world. You don't even need to know or have an idea right now what charities you want to fund. All you really need to do is think about, can I afford, right? So this is supposed to be a line item in your budget. Um, to can I do this this calendar year and won't worry about making sure that you get these funds into that account before December 31st okay I would if anything this is probably one of the most urgent items if you wanted to jump on it to do in the next couple of weeks now number four item on my list would be for those of you who are parents and saving or grandparents too or saving for your kids' or grandkids' college education. And I am talking about funding or pre-funding your 529 college savings accounts. There are about 35 states offer some sort of tax deductions for the contributions into these accounts. Now, for those of you who live in California, unfortunately, we do not get a state tax deduction for the contributions, even though we pay very high taxes here. Anyway, those are sunshine taxes that I am used to paying, right? Or I've had, a, you know, over the years sort of grown into um, pain here, but there are other benefits of living in California. So back to the subject. If you're contributing to a 529 plan and your state offers a tax deduction, maybe you can pre-fund some of these contributions or make sure that you at least fund to what your goal is. So I want also remind you to come back and look at or think about what is what kind of college are you funding? Are you funding a college that's going to be a four-year in-state university or you're going to fund a four-year private university? So what are those contributions on an annual basis or monthly basis needs to be? If you have an ability to pre-fund that, that's also great. But hopefully this is just a reminder for you to make sure that you do that. If your state does not offer a state tax income deduction, that's okay. Contributions in those accounts are also going to grow tax-free, which is probably the biggest advantage of all, because down the road, when you take funds out 
those accounts, um, one account or two, however many you have, to fund your kids' college expenses, you're not paying any taxes. So even if you don't get a big deduction right now, also think about future because you're giving yourself an opportunity to grow those uh, contributions tax-free. And my last item for you today is to think about what deductibles bills you can pay in advance. Now, I think for this particular step, we may want to pull out our tax return and take a look. If you were itemizing your deductions last year or if you are a candidate for using a standard deduction. Now, I know that from year to year, these things can change. Maybe you did itemize and this year, you're going to look at standard deduction that makes the most sense. But I want you to know that depending how you file your tax return, whether you're filing it as a single person, as a married couple, or as a head of household, these limits are different. So for example, a single person has $12,950. A married couple has $25,900. And then has head of household is $19,400 as a standard limit deduction. So in order for you to kind of fit into that amount, or if you're adding up all your deductible expenses and they exceed that amount, then you would be a good candidate for de- using itemized deductions. So what goes into that itemized deductions pile? Because the higher that amount, the more you can deduct. So For example, number one biggest expense for all of us is a mortgage interest. So can you prepay an additional mortgage interest ahead of time to beef up that category? Okay, so can you make one extra payment, right? Or whatever it is. Next category that's popular would be unreimbursed medical expenses that exceeds 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. Now, this tends to be a real tricky because let's say you have adjusted gross income of $100,000 and 7.5% of that is $7,500. So you need to have more than that in actual medical expenses that weren't covered by insurance, that you had to pay out of pocket to deduct. So this is this is for some some people maybe a tricky to admit, but it's an item that's available. Property taxes is the next one now. However, we do have a limit of ten thousand for state and local taxes, but it's definitely worth to consider. If you haven't hit the limit of ten thousand, maybe you can prepare your property tax bill for next year. And my last idea here is for parents of college students who may want to prepay either a first quarter or a semester of tuition, even though you may not itemize your deductions or take advantage of what's called the American Opportunity Tax Credit that is worth of $2,500. It is subject, however, to adjusted gross income or what's called modified adjusted gross income, and it's about 160000 for married couples. So here is um, a list of items that you can work on immediately and probably give yourself a substantial savings in terms of deferring some of your taxes, saving for long-term goals, making sure your kids' college education is funded, and perhaps saving a few extra dollars. Let me know if you have any questions, and happy tax planning. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, 
Smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.